The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and joined this morning by Jenna Tobble, along with Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. So last week, we spent uh, talking about small businesses and the relationship between small businesses and the credit unions and the advantages of using a credit union if you are an operator or owner of a small business. What are we, what are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about a type of loan that can seem really helpful when you're in a bind, um, but more often than not, it actually ends up leading the borrower into some pretty significant financial trouble, and that loan is typically referred to as a payday loan or a cash advance loan. Sure. Yeah. Um, So just to give you some kind of statistics around these loans... um, so they're, they're short-term loans. If you're not familiar with what they are, we'll dig into that in a minute. Okay. But they're short-term loans, um, and they tend to cost over 20 times more in interest than the average credit card. And yet, one in 10 Americans have used a payday loan. Did you say the average rate for a credit card? 20 times more in interest than the average credit card rate. Then you're talking you. like hundreds of percent. Correct. Huge numbers. And again, we're going to get into all this. um, But so the number of people using these loans, right? It's an advance on your paycheck, essentially, that what they're doing. So when you look at the statistic of four in 10 adults don't have enough in savings to be able to cover a $400 unexpected expense, that one in 10 who've used payday loans, those numbers kind of line up a little bit, right? So um, 91% of all payday loans are actually made to borrowers who are trying to pay off an existing payday loan. (laughs) So they get caught in this cycle of repeat borrowing. Um, Some with an average of five or more payday loans a year that they're taking out and paying off and taking out and paying off with a new loan, um, which, again, we're going to talk about more about that that cycle later in the segment here. Um, only, only about 1% of all payday loans go to a one-time kind of emergency use borrowers who are then able to pay their loan back in full within that two, two-week turnaround that's, and that's typical of these loans. And that's um, kind of the, to borrow again. And that's kind of the justification for these outfits for their existence. Oh yes, exactly. They 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 definitely tout as a, oh you're in a bind. You know we you can get this loan you know fast and quick. Yeah. And you just pay it back when you get paid. It's no you know no big deal. But the reality is that most people are not able to do that. And like I said, only one percent of all payday loans are paid back within that two week period and two borrowers who don't then borrow again. Um, So about 40% of payday loan borrowers 
believed that their their loan rates were less than 30 a 30% APR which really is about in line with a lot of credit card rates um, if you especially if you have you know a lower credit score um, when in fact the payday loan rates are actually they typically run around 400% when yikes yeah and some can be even more than that it really um, it's staggering and we'll get into a little bit about more about interest rates versus how how people kind of fall into paying these high interest rates on this right um, so and my last little piece of statistical fun facts uh, so the Pew Research actually calculated that the average borrower spends an average of $520 in fees on payday loans for a loan of only $375. Wow, that's the average as well. That's average. That's the average. So, yeah, you're these are they are referred to many times as predatory lending loans um, and for good reason and we're going to really get into Okay why that is here well that's why this is Today. all about financial literacy the stuff it that is. you just mentioned is good information to know before you know i, I can understand how somebody gets themselves oh, finds themselves in that situation mm-hmm. but to know to have this kind of stuff in your head is a good thing <laughs> before you drop into that but maybe we should start at the very beginning and explain what a payday loan is exactly Sure. Uh, like Jenna said, it's usually a short-term loan, you know, looking at a length of like two weeks, a kind of a payroll period cycle. Uh, they have very high interest rates, um, and typically they expect the borrower to pay back in, in that short term as well. So sometimes they're, like Jenna referred to it, called cash advance loans. That's uh, how they get advertised by people offering these um, smaller amounts of money, short time frame. They obviously don't advertise the big interest rates, but that's what we want to talk a little bit about to make sure people are educated on that today. Uh, they're usually used when people need quick cash. Um, studies have shown that the majority of payday borrower, borrowers do not have the funds for unexpected emergencies, um, you know, that savings built up. Um, that was the idea of these payday loans. However, what we find is that they're used more for recurring expenses like rent, groceries, utilities, um, all those day-to-day things that people use, not necessarily that emergency. They just get behind. They just get behind, and this seems like a way to get out of it. Um, you know, they don't want to borrow money from family or friends to get out of that bind. Um, they want to, you know, to avoid looking at future back at future expenses. Um, they need that in, increased cash flow. So it's the cash flow that's missing. The problem on the other end is that cash flow, if they can't get caught up, it just snowballs, which we'll talk a little bit more about as well. Uh, the appeal for these loans is that, you know, it's short term. It's quick. You can pay it off when you get paid. You know, what a great thing is, you know, you get paid next week. You can just pay it off then. That sounds like a really great thing. Unfortunately, when payday comes, there's other bills that need to get paid. So it leads to a longer term debt. And you mentioned marketing, Michelle, the the commercials. Everybody's always got a big smiley face. Right. And are always being handed that bundle of cash. <laughs> Yeah. And it's really easy to get regardless of credit. You know, it's a lot of people, it's struggle coming in to ask for a loan. I think people struggle with, you know, asking for money at a, at a typical financial institution. However, these payday lenders, they just give money. So it, it's a little bit different feel that, you know, I know I'm going to get approved. I know it's going to be okay because I have, I have a paycheck. And I think a lot of them, as long as you have a paycheck, you can get a loan there. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately for people that live paycheck to paycheck, 
as Jenna said, 400% on a payday loan really isn't going to help that cash flow. That's not really the answer in the long run. And eventually, these lead to more of a chronic debt situation instead of being helpful for people. I can imagine that they lead to just disaster because as the further you get into it, I imagine it just accelerates. And then slowly but surely, they eat up more and more of each paycheck that you actually receive. Right. Yeah, and at some, I mean, at some point, they typically end up turning to a more traditional financial institution to help them get out of the hole. Okay. We're going to take a break here, and when we get back, we'll talk more about payday loans, why anybody would even consider taking one of these things out, um, and uh, get a lot more information as part of Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM, and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobel and Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. We are talking about payday loans today. And uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to throw it out there. Can somebody explain to me why someone would knowingly take out a loan that has a 400% interest rate? Well, they don't advertise <laughs> it that way. Because <laughs> then no one would. You're exactly right, Andy. Um, you know, they advertise it a little bit differently, so it, it sounds better. So I'll kind of talk through how it sounds and then kind of compare that to what actually happens. So... Typically, they'll advertise it as the cost of the loan is so much per $100. So it's X dollars per 100 borrowed. And then they can take that in those even increments. So the finance charge would range from $15 to $30 on every $100 they borrow. The average repayment term is two weeks. Most would assume that that translates to 15 to 30% rate, which isn't that far off from some credit cards that are out there. So okay. It, if you think of it that way, it doesn't seem too bad. Mm -hmm. However, um, other loans typically are quoted at a percentage of the total borrowed. So for example, an unsecured personal loan, the rate would be between 6.99% to 12.99%, and the repayment terms would be 12 months. So let's look at a quick example. I'll try to go through this slowly. Okay. So let's say you need to borrow $1,000. Uh, with a payday loan, the finance charges would come to between $150 and $300. Remember we said between $15 and $30 per hundred, and we're just doing 1,000. So therefore your payment would end up being 1150 to 1300, and that's in two weeks. That's when you'd have to pay that amount back. With a personal loan, the total interest you'd pay for the same $1,000 borrowed, based on those rates I just stated, would be between $38 and $71. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of a big difference. But if you switch the verbiage around between the two types of loans, it gets worse. So your wow is going to be blown away a little bit. A personal loan um, would be charging a finance, a finance charge of $3.80 to $7.10 per $100 borrowed. So if you put the, the personal loan into the finance charge status, you're looking at up to $7.10 per $100 borrowed. A payday loan, if you put that in terms of interest rates, comes to 390 to 780%. That's unheard of. 
It's good for the people. It's good for the lender. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I think those companies um, do pretty well because I think it's the education piece. People don't understand what's going on there. Yeah, it's good because to to work backwards and really get to what that interest rate actually is, it's a it's a several step process to calculate that. It's not something that's overly intuitive for someone to calculate on their own. And so, and and the way they advertise that, like we talked about, you know, a couple of minutes ago, where they talk about oh, it's a finance charge per hundred dollars. That's an easy math for people to do, but yeah, but it's only two weeks. So right, they forget to take that part into account, which is really where it inflates that number. Yeah, so much. Yeah, because if you said to me, "I'm going to give you a thousand dollars," and then two weeks later you have to pay me back thirteen hundred dollars for the privilege of me advancing you that, you might just go, "No, wait a minute." <laughs> right. In two weeks. It adds up a little faster than people probably Oh, my goodness, yeah. Way faster than you'd... If you presented it the way they advertise it correctly. And unfortunately, a lot of people, when it comes to that pay time, the two weeks later that they're ready to pay it, if they don't have the money, they end up rolling the original amount into another loan amount, and they can't afford that, you know, and they aren't going to be able to afford that either. So it starts a cycle. Sure. So let's talk more about this debt cycle what would you call it going down the drain i guess maybe that people find themselves in you know and it happened it can happen quickly and it can happen while you're not even noticing it i suppose right you get caught in that you you become caught in the cycle um where you're never able to pay off that loan it just keeps rolling and rolling and there's additional fees for that additional interest and fees for that potentially so the amount you grow, the amount you owe grows with each cycle, eventually exceeding anything you can pay off in a few weeks or even a month. Um, and that's, you still have your other expenses to pay. So even if you use this for rent one month or one pay period now, if you need it again for the next one, unless your income is increasing enormously, it's, it's just a vicious cycle. So usually um, the link of an extension. So if someone's going to extend this, it'd be equal to the same term. So the 14-day loan would get extended for another 14 days. They're very short term, which keeps that you know interest up there. Um, usually, like I said, there's a, usually a fee charge. So, you know, a loan with $150 finance charge might cost another 150 to roll it over. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some instances, a lender will require that the bar- borrower pay the finance charges on the original loan before they do that extension. So they want to get something back before giving more. Um, rolling over that, those loans give the borrower more time to pay the loan back, but it also means now they owe more than they previously did. So the increased cost just means that they still can't afford to pay back the loan, even though they're given more time. So again, the loan comes due, they roll it over again, and this continues until they owe far more on the loan than they ever hoped to repay. And again, we're at those really high interest charges. Mm-hmm. So situations like this can end with you know lenders... Um, those lenders taking the bar- those borrowers to court, um, passing things to a collection agency. Um, people sometimes face wage face wage garnishments. Um, sometimes for a long time, years at a time, just to pay back what they owe for that quick little short term loan. That's uh, more than just a little bit scary. It's very scary. It is. And in the meantime, you might have you know lost your ability to put a roof over your head or an ability to get to your job because you can no longer afford the transportation because you're paying off this loan or attempting to pay it off. 
great. So, well, okay, that's for another day. I was gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get into why are they allowed to exist? Why you know? Well, there there are some states that don't allow them, um, and not a lot. Um, and some states do have some pretty serious restrictions on on some of these loans, but it's still in most cases isn't enough to keep someone from falling into this trap. Unfortunately, there's a lot of room for improvement when it comes to regulation around these loans. And I suppose the lobby is that they are providing a service because these folks mm-hmm. perceive themselves as unable to obtain mm-hmm. a loan otherwise. But you you pointed out earlier in the program that less than or around 1% of the f- people actually use this as a one-time thing for emergencies. The right. vast majority of the people are using these on a continual basis to try to supplement their income. Goodness gracious. We have to take another break. It's Good Money Moves. And when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, options available to folks who find themselves in this horrible trap of payday loans. That's all coming up next on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back to good money moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd with First Alliance Credit Union. The subject today on good money moves has been payday loans and the payday trap. And as promised, I'm going to ask Jenna and Michelle what options are available for someone who finds themselves in this horrible situation of relying on these high, high, high interest loans to try to keep their cash flow going. Right. So, you know, payday loans, they are a legal binding debt. They do have to be repaid and they have to be repaid in full. This is it's a legal contract they're signing just like any other loan. However, my advice would be before someone goes out to get another payday loan um, to pay off those fees and pay off those loans to look at some alternatives. And that's what we want to talk about next. Um, If someone can use one of these to pay off that existing debt, get out of that trap, I would also advise them to not go back to that, to get out of that and realize there's other options. So um, first and foremost, you know, I think people need to, again, communicate, go to your bank or your credit union that holds your checking account. You know, be upfront and honest with them about the situation that you're in how you got there and that you're looking for some help. You know, explain to them that, um, you know, you've got these debts out there. They may be able to help um, find a more stable product for you to use that has a better term and fits better in your budget. So one thing we alluded to earlier was the personal loan. Um, With the personal loan, um, it gives them a larger amount of money and it's a fixed payment every month. It's a fixed term and a fixed payment. So you could find something that fits into your budget and then pay that down. Uh, Might be a better way to get ahead um, with your money matters while, you know, being realistic on your payment that you can afford over a longer term. So rather than think that short-term, you know, quick fix thing, a personal loan would be extended a little bit to fit into the payment that works for the budget. Um, there are also there are, um, secured options and unsecured options. So secured meaning there's some collateral behind it. If someone has an extra car that doesn't have a loan, that would be a secured loan. Or unsecured means just it's just a signature saying that they agree to pay us back. Uh, another option would be to use a credit card. So especially if someone already has a credit card, this is a good option. 
Uh, credit cards do have lower interest than most payday loans, so it could be easier for someone to pay it off. If you already have some credit card debt, you could also consider doing a balance transfer to a credit card. Uh, balance transfer would allow you to transfer the balance from one place, one card to another with no interest potentially for a certain amount of time. I know our credit cards here at First Alliance, if you do a balance transfer, there's no interest for six months. So it gives people a little bit of time to get used to that payment and not have to cover that interest. It's a nice little break for people. Another option would be a personal line of credit. So these are crossed between a credit card and a personal loan. They're able to be connected to your checking account to help cover overdrafts. Um, the rates tend to be very reasonable. So if you have that line of credit, it sits there, it's ready for an overdraft on your account. But if you need to use it for something or want to use it, you can advance it into your account as well. So you can kind of, you know, it's kind of a write yourself your own little loan thing. Um, you do need to make payments when you have a balance on it. So when the balance, when it does kick in, you have a balance out there and you'll have to make payments on a monthly basis. Um, but that's pretty easy to do and they're usually, a, like I said, a reasonable rate. Um, if you can't find a financial institution that's willing to work with you, there are debt management organizations. I know at First Alliance we work with one that's called Green Path. It, it, this allows you to talk to a professional organization that works with you and your creditors to try to help you with some of that debt. Um, they create a working budget for you, catch up on financial matters, so you no, lo no longer need to use those payday loan organizations. So they're really a good place for counseling for, you know, they'll talk to you, they're not going to judge you just like we don't at First Alliance. We're just going to talk and try to educate and help people. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it's very important that once you come out of that cycle and improve your finances, you get to the point where you can start saving and really commit to that. Because if you've got that savings, that's your emergency fund rather than going to that payday loan. So a lot of these options, it's interesting when I heard you describe them, Michelle, that um, <laughs> like the credit card option, some of these are probably not usually the best way to deal with your finances, but you're talking about basically you're in an emergency at this point, aren't you? You're already at a place where if you keep going down this path, you have a disaster on your hands, and this might be a life ring to keep you stabilized until you can straighten out your personal finances and get yourself into a better place. Right. And, you know, the one nice thing about the credit cards is they've got a limit on them as well. So as far as I know, you know, payday lenders, there's, they kind of will continue to keep doing that a little bit further out than maybe a credit card will. A credit card might stop you at a 2000 or a $5,000 limit. So at least then you've got that to pay down. And those can eventually, the next step might be to turn that into a personal loan as well and put an end date on it with a little bit bigger payment. Well, let me so ask. there's a lot of options. Well, let me ask you this. Um, do you run into circumstances where somebody comes in with this problem, that they've gone down this road and they realize that they're heading towards the cliff and lo and behold, they discover that, goodness gracious, the credit union was able to work with them because... The, perhaps their situation wasn't, you know, their perception of what was happening was far worse than reality as far as their ability to pay for things. Right. I think it happens more than you would believe. Um, it happens a lot that people come in, in in situations and they just need help. Um, sometimes people have never really filled out a budget. They've never really thought about what they're spending. They're just looking for, you know, I got to take care of this now. It's living in that, you know, the right now rather than planning a little bit. So a little bit of planning goes a long way showing people how they can, you know, put that money into a personal loan and have an end date to pay that off and then set them up potentially with other options to go forward so they don't get in that bind again is it's a lot of what we do a lot of the time here at First Alliance. So in other words, don't be afraid to make that phone call 
to the credit union and have that conversation and be completely honest, the help might be there. Not at all. Don't be afraid at all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people um, make a lot of untrue assumptions about their financial situation, even though they're the ones who know it best at the same time, they, they don't know what the help truly is that's out there. And so they'd always assume that there isn't any help, but they also never asked for help. So step one is just ask for help. Yeah. I always think about it when I went to get LASIK eye surgery, the people, I was nervous about it. And the guy said, don't be nervous. This is what we do. We don't do glasses. We don't do contacts. This is what we do every day. And that's kind of how I think of this, you know, people getting in a bind like this. Don't be nervous. This is what we do. You're not the first person and you won't be the last person that's in a situation that we try to help them out of. Sure. That's what we do every day. And we've had so many conversations with the people from First Alliance, members of your team that are so dedicated to helping people learn how to actually budget and do the things that will put them in a position to avoid going back to the payday loan scenario. Right. So make the call. You know, Andy, there's no better feeling than helping someone get out of that and then coming back and getting that hug from them that says, (laughs) wow, I can't believe what you did for me. And it happens a lot. It's awesome. All right. So... If somebody's listening to this program and they want to find out some more information about payday loans, avoiding those loans, and making good money moves, Jenna, I imagine, you have some resources. Always. Yeah, (laughs) so I would encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Check out our blog. We post new articles uh, twice a week, uh, all kinds of different topics. We've talked about payday loans on there before. Our resource center is also full of really good tools and resources that you can kind of help you figure out your financial situation on your own if you would like to start there. Um, but of course, if if you do need help, we're here to help. Our team always wants to, as Michelle said, they just want to see you do well. Um, if you are caught up in that payday lending cycle and you're not sure who to turn to, just reach out to our team. You don't have to be a member for us to give you some, some answers to questions you have. And there's no such thing as a bad question. Well, fantastic. So, yeah, yeah, just... Visit our website. Talk to us. We're here to help. All Get right. Back on track. Thanks again, Jenna Tobble. Thanks again, Michelle Dodd from First Alliance Credit Union. We'll be back next week with more of Good Money Moves right here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.